Today on Locked on A's, we have Nick Allen's long-awaited big league debut. How long is he going to last? The A's are atop the AL West. We have insight from scouts on one of the players acquired in the Shamanaya trade. And then also just a fun story about Cole Irvin and my day. The two intertwined. You're going to want to hear this story. So that's what we got coming up for you guys. Let's get into it. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 421 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's episode, I'm talking about Nick Allen making his big league debut, playing second base. The keystone for the 2022 Oakland Athletics is going to be staying here for a while. Probably not. It's probably just a quick little turnaround with everybody on the COVID IL because there are so many guys that are just not playing. It's basically a, a third. A third of the roster is currently the A's AAA team, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, we also saw uh, Zach Logue. We, we saw a Zach attack. We'll talk about that. I'm going to talk about Christian Bethencourt being really good at first base. I like him a lot. Uh, and then also we got Yuri Bell Angeles from the Lansing Lugnuts. He was acquired in the uh, Shamanaya trade. Got some scouting report stuff on him in the second segment. And then in the third segment, just a fun story about Cole Irvin. So that's what we got coming up for you guys today. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, make sure to follow the podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, podcast, podcast, podcast. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to Locked On at gmail.com. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And also, thank you guys so much for making Locked On Ace your first lesson each and every day. But let's get into the episode. Uh, the A's won this one 2-1 to one over the Baltimore Orioles, their second win in a row over Baltimore. That's nice. That's cool. They came into their, their initial homestand of the 2022 season at 5-5. Five and five. They're now 7-5 and five and tied with the Angels atop the AL West. Who would have thunk it? Uh, honestly, I didn't think that the A's would be in first place at any point this season, even if they went 1-0. and oh. But uh, hey, Look at us go. Tied in the ALS. That's a good time. Also, what are the Angels doing up there? That's weird. Um, so who knows if who's going to last longer up atop the ALS? The A's or the Angels? That's a fun bet. I'm going to take the A's because if they beat Baltimore, you know, on Wednesday, I guess, uh, and the Angels lose to Houston, which is highly likely, then the A's are atop the leaderboard one more game. So there's that. Um yeah, it's it's nice. I, I'm enjoying the nice run that the A's are having to start the 2022 season. Uh, obviously, Christian Pache is just a highlight reel each and every day, and he plays with so much just love and passion for the game and for just his teammates, and he says it every single day. And he was up at 4 in the morning along with me. Uh, now, he wasn't taking care of a little uh, three-month-old, but he was tweeting and saying, wow, I really like uh, the fans here. They're, they're a good time. So... 
I, I like him a lot. He's a great time. Uh, other people don't like the A's fans, but that's for a different day. And also social media is probably a better outlet. So check our tweets at Locked on A's. Um, Nick Allen made his debut in the big leagues today. He started at second base. Elvis Andrews still playing shortstop. And that's fine. You know, that's to be expected. These don't necessarily have like a second baseman necessarily. Uh, Jed Lowry's on the, the COVID IL right now. And then you got Tony Kemp who can kind of play wherever. So you want Nick Allen somewhere up in the middle of the A's infield and second base is fine for the time being. Obviously he's going to be the shortstop long-term, but for the time being, sure, throw him at second base. I'm okay with that. And also I'm happy that the, the A's called him up as like a guy to have on the roster, but they also let him play in the game and make his actual debut. And so that's nice. It wasn't like, Hey, you're going to be here for a few days until Jed Lowry's back. And then you're going to go back to Las Vegas, which is probably going to be what happens is uh he, this probably won't be his official call up to the majors uh, just because it was an injury or not even an injury thing. It was a COVID thing, which is going to be a few days. Uh, presumably it could be longer, but um, unless he really shows out and then they just cut Jed Lowry or somebody, I, I don't see that happening. And also uh, speaking of making room for guys on the roster, Christian Bethencourt has been the A's best first base option. I think he, he looks great over there. He made a great catch over in foul territory at the Coliseum. And there's plenty of foul territory over in the Coliseum there. And uh, he made a really nice catch. He looks just good catching baseballs at first base. And I like that because uh, over the weekend, there was a, a couple of guys who, and one of them was a pitcher, but uh, that just forgot to touch the base. And uh, Christian Bethencourt keeps touching the base. So he's the best. I like him. Keep playing at him at first base. What does that mean for like Steven votes? I don't know, but he can, they both play first and catcher. If Christian Bethencourt can hit a little bit, because Stephen Vogt can maybe hit like 220 at the highest. If Christian Bethencourt can hit 220, he's a better defensive guy. So uh, play Christian Bethencourt. I like him a lot. Uh, also, we had uh, the Zach attack. Uh, Zach Jackson got the save in this game. He got one out. Sam Mole pitched a couple of, you know, he got a couple of outs as well. Uh, I like Sam Mole a lot. We got, we got to see everybody's favorite two relievers that aren't named Lou Trevino because actually everybody's two favorite relievers, including Lou Trevino, uh, in the last couple of games, locked down these saves. And that was Danny Jimenez on Monday night. Uh, he made it interesting. And then Sam Mole, who I said I, I think I trust the most, he looked good. But is he only a loogie? It seemed to lean that way because the A's, or you know, more specifically, Mark Kotze brought in Zach Jackson to close this one out, and you know, uneventful. It, it, there was a runner on. It's fine. Uh, so that was cool. And then the other part of the Zach attack, uh, the guy that got the win in this game, Zach Logue, he got his, he made his major league debut. His mom followed me on Twitter, and then he got the win. So that's the sequence of events from my point of view. <laughs> Would the A's have still won if his mom did not follow me on social media? I don't know. I don't want to play that game. So keep following me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, congrats to both Nick Allen and uh, all three of these guys. To Nick Allen and Zach Logue and Zach Jackson for just first first on the big league stage. Congratulations to all those guys. It's a good time. We're, we're having a good time as A's fans right now. Uh, on the field, off the field is still an absolute garbage uh, garbage fire and 
for some reason, I, I texted the, the Locked On host in our private DM chat on Twitter uh, because I saw that Bob Nightingale was at the, the Orioles and A's game at in the middle of April. And I was like, why is he there? There are other storylines. He's got to be writing a hit piece on either tanking or the A's attendance issues or something. And it's not going to be good because it's Bob Nightingale. Um, it's not going to be like a thought. It's not going to be. I use think piece in like heavy air quotes. <laughs> Shots fired, Bob. Come on the podcast. Defend yourself. He seems maybe it's an act. I don't know. But anyways, um, I don't know why he's there. I'm not looking forward to reading whatever he wrote, but I will because it's about the A's. So that'll be fun. And it's national media attention. So uh, let's talk about sewage again. Good times. Um, but the A's are winning. I'm having a good time watching A's baseball. And I think that I'll still continue to have fun watching A's baseball throughout the course of the season. Because as I said, you know, on Twitter and in the couple of shows that I've recorded since the season started, uh, the season's about development. And we're seeing these guys develop before our eyes. Christian Pache is becoming just a, a superstar on a day-to-day -day basis. I love watching him play. And his reactions to him being amazing at baseball are just some of my favorite things. So uh, tune in every night at 6.40. Or sometimes they'll change the, the start time to like 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, when everybody's at work. So, uh, yeah, do that. Also, uh, the A's changed the start time of Wednesday's game to 3 o'clock in the afternoon because of weather. So be on the lookout for... Uh, rain? Question mark? I, I think it's rain. Um, yeah, good times. Go A's. I'm having fun. I think we're going to keep having fun. The The winds might not keep coming because we're going to be facing other teams at some point. But uh, the, the A's have beaten the Baltimore Orioles two out of two tries so far. And the Orioles beat the New York Yankees two out of three over the weekend and uh, shut them out once. And I mean, it looked like the, they might shut out the A's uh, on Tuesday for a minute there. And I was like, Ooh, this is not great. But uh, yeah, the, the A's are therefore better than the Yankees because they beat the team that slayed the Yankees and they've got Stanton and judge and uh, Joey Gallo and DJ LeMate. They have all these big name guys and they lost to the Orioles. And now the A's are just, quote-unquote, manhandling the Orioles, and it's a good time. So, go A's, having a great time. Coming up on the show, though, I am talking about Yuri Bell Angeles from the Lansing Lugnuts and uh, the MLB comp that a scout compared him to. So, stay tuned for that. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. That's what you care about. That's what I care about. They've got you covered over at BetOnline.net. And BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. And uh, follow us on YouTube because uh, I'll be posting videos up there. You get to see this face, this tired new dad face. And it's going to be doing the same thing that this voice does, but with a face. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also thank you guys so much for making the Locked On A's your first lesson. For your next lesson, check out the Locked On Now podcast. 
because they've got recaps of all the baseball games with analysis from our local experts. You'll be hearing my voice. You'll be hearing voices of some of our guests like Bryce Patrick and Stacey Gotsoulias and Ulysses Sombrano. You'll be hearing those people talk about their teams on a night-to-night basis, and they're going to be taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. But let's talk about my conversation with Jesse Goldberg-Strassler of The Voice, the main voice of the Lansing Lugnuts. I was just tweeting out some stats about Yuri Bell Angeles, and I was like, hey, he's been really, really good. And then he was like, hey, let me fill up your DMs with a bunch of information. And so now I'm going to just give you some of the information that was given to me from Jesse, because uh, this stuff is gold, Jerry. But first, the stat line that solicited this advice and uh, I just said that the only thing that can stop Yuri Bell Angeles is a day off because every minor league team has Mondays off. And it, on Tuesday, which was yesterday as you're hearing this, he collected, he just kept getting hits. He added two more for his fifth multi-hit game in his last seven games. He is 12 for 28. That is a 429 batting average in that span of seven games. And that is after starting the season one for 11. So he is just making high A look easy. And that is basically what Jesse said. He said that he looks like a big leaguer to me. And a scout said today, today, that Yuri Bel Angeles uh, gave him the comp of Placido Polanco. If you're a newer baseball fan, you might not know of Placido Polanco. He was from the, the turn of the century, or actually like 1998 is when he made his big league debut. He played all the way through 2013. That is a 16-year big league career. That is the comp that this kid, this 19-year-old in the A's system in Lansing is getting right now. 16-year major league career, uh, two-time All-Star. He finished in some MVP votings. He has three gold gloves. He won a silver slugger at the age of 31 with the Detroit Tigers. He was a solid, solid guy. In his career, he hit 297 with a 343 on base. He wasn't a big home run guy, like, at all. He, he would average, like, nine home runs a year. But still, that is a solid guy that you want to c- get compared to His OPS plus, granted, this is before Swing Revolution and all of these things. And even before analytics really took hold because he started his career before analytics, before Moneyball was a thing in in the big leagues. Bill James was still alive and doing things before that, but it wasn't really a thing. His OPS plus is still 95. So he was roughly league average. If you can get a league average guy for one year of Shamanaya for 16 years, hey, that's a not a bad investment. And hey, maybe he'll even be better because there are so many more computers and things now. So hey, maybe he's slightly better than that. So that's something to keep an eye on. But I like the comp. Uh, it sounds nice and I'm here for it. Mostly because Placido Polanco, I've heard that name. That's always a good thing because he didn't play for the A's. He played for Detroit and he played for uh, the Phillies and then also uh, the Cardinals. Th- those were the teams. I mean, he-, he finished his career in Miami, but that doesn't matter. Um, I- I've heard of him. That's that's solid. That's something that you want. You want your guys to be comped to guys that you've heard of that didn't flame out immediately. Anytime you hear the words Brian LaHare, you're like, ooh, I don't know if I like that comp because Brian LaHare had an amazing first half of a season with the Cubs and then flamed out. He was an all-star and then flamed out. And nobody ever heard from him again. So uh, that's that's not the comp you want. Placido Polanco, you'll take that each and every time you make a trade. 
Um, sometimes you want a little bit more upside, but for this, you're like, hey, that's that's a decent upside. And he's still very young. He's still, I believe, 19 years old. He has plenty of room to grow. Let's see what he can keep doing because he is making high eight look foolish in the very, very cold weather. And that is something else that Jesse... Uh, relayed to me is that it seems like guys are struggling because of the cold weather. I asked him how Tyler Soderstrom's been looking. Uh, is he overmatched or is it the cold weather? He said it's probably 80% the cold weather and 20%, you know, dealing with, you know, a little bit of adversity. And so he he's not worried about Tyler Soderstrom yet. And Tyler is not hitting terribly well yet. He's still hitting like one, a buck 50 or so. Uh, so he hasn't hit the ground running like he did last year, but, and he's a bat first guy. But it's very, very cold right there. Uh, it's still 50 degrees right now. So uh, Jesse does believe that once the weather warms up mid-May, maybe early June, we're going to start seeing some big offensive output from the guys in Lansing. So that is something to be keeping an eye on. I'm watching box scores all the time. And uh, last time I recorded, I said, hey, on Wednesdays, I would like to do this thing where I talk about the minor league players, uh, specifically the guys that the A's got back in trades for, you know, Bassett and Manaya and Olsen and Chapman and anybody else that gets traded. Um, and uh, that hasn't happened yet. But I have been since that uh, that recording. I have been posting on Twitter daily updates on guys that have stood out and how they were acquired and trying to impart some knowledge and keep some people up to date. So uh, follow me at by Jason B. I'll be doing that there. I'll also be retweeting it from the Locked On A's account so you guys don't miss it because uh, Locked On A's has more followers than me. I'm not bitter about that. I'm doing a great job. I get it. But also follow me too, <laughs> just in case I ever leave. Um, I, I don't plan on leaving, but just in case you want to be prepared. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the Lansing lug that there is more in there. I'll save it for a rainy day. Ah, cause the weather, uh, a <laughs> uh, rainy day because the A's moved up the start time of their game because rain. So maybe I'll save it for tomorrow. I don't know. Let's see if I can record, but anyways, coming up on the show, I'm telling you all about my day and how Cole Irvin and his success on Tuesday night was all brought about by this guy. But before I get into that thrilling story, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts store to stock all of the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, and you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? That doesn't sound like good business. I'm not a guy with a bunch of money, but that seems like you're just throwing your money away by not using Rock Auto. And that's why I use Rock Auto, honestly, because... Not only am I saving money, but they're also a family business serving do-it-yourselfers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? And let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com 
Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Give us a five-star review on Spotify. You can do that now, or Apple Podcasts. Those are both always appreciated. Uh, follow us on YouTube, uh, Locked On A's on YouTube, and also Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at Gmail. Com. But let's talk about my thrilling personal story about my encounter with one lefty, Cole Irvin, friend of the podcast, best friend of the podcast. Honestly, he's been on here twice. And uh, as I said before, I broke the news that he was going to have a new cutter. I even took credit for the cutter uh, in the video that I posted on YouTube after tonight's game. So uh, there's that. Check that out on YouTube. Um, I also said uh, a couple of like, before I knew that he was going to have a cutter and I was like, Hey, maybe he should have a cutter. And then I interviewed him like a month later and he had, he was working on a cutter. So I kind of do take credit for the cutter. I was like, he needs another pitch that can kind of ride in on righties. And th- lo and behold, a cutter appears. So he did a lot of work on the cutter. So good for him. And by my unofficial tally, he's thrown three cutters this season. One of them froze Bryce Harper. Another one was fouled off by Jorge Mateo. And another one was called a strike. Uh, I I didn't see uh, who he threw that one to on Tuesday night. But hey, that's 100% strike rate right there. He's doing great work with that cutter. Good job, Cole Irvin. And uh, I want to take more credit for Cole Irvin's start on Tuesday. And that is because uh, I was at work at the coffee shop that I work at on Tuesday morning around 11 o'clock, and our computers went down. They were not sending tickets to the back. And that's not necessarily crucial for the story, I'm telling you anyway. And so our cashier was writing down shorthand for the drinks that were being ordered. And I pick up this cup, because I was helping out, because, hey, nobody knows what's being written right here. Let's try and ease the transition of, you know, Uh, drinks getting ordered, drinks going out. And so I pick up this cup. It is a clear cup. That means it is an iced product. I know that much. And it says A-C-E. And I am like, or I guess A-M-E. It says A-M-E. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? We don't have anything that starts with an A. That's weird. And so I was like, hey guys, what do you think this means? Is it a cardamom maple latte? I don't think that's it. Is it a, just a a lavender latte? No. What is an A-M-E. And so I was waiting for our cashier to be done taking an order. And then all of a sudden somebody says, it's an iced Americano. And I look up and staring me dead in my face with just his goofy little smile is Cole Irvin. And I was like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? I was like, I'm good, man. He recognized me, which was nice because this is the first time we've met each other in person. Uh, We've seen each other, you know, for roughly an hour and a half in total over zoom. So, Hey, that's cool. But, uh, first time in person, I was like, Hey, did he, does he know that I work here? That's weird. Um, he was just checking out places in Walnut Creek and he chose the place that I worked at. And so I was like, Hey, I can make you that, that iced Americano. Let me get on that. And so I did. And I'm going to assume because very well reputed coffee shop, um, that it is a, that it was a fantastic drink and that he loved it. Have I asked him? No. Can I ask him? I, I mean, I could. I haven't, but I could. Um, so I'm just going to assume that it was an amazing drink. And that is what propelled him to his five innings of one run baseball and uh, set, set the A's bullpen up and the A's offense up for later heroics. And so you're welcome, A's fans. I, I got that win for us. I, br- I brought home the bag for us. On, uh, on Tuesday night, on a chilly Tuesday night with only 3,500 fans in attendance. Ah, we're not talking about that. 
it's I don't care what the attendance is. It does not matter. It that's an ownership thing. But that's all you get out of that. So hey, Cole Irvin knows where I work now, and I'm gonna see if I can lure the rest of the guys and uh, make them lots of coffees and also cocktails. We have cocktails, so that'll be that'll be for a later date. We'll see if we can do some sort of something, a fundraiser. Uh, also, side note. Cole Irvin apparently used to work at a coffee shop, so that's fun. And maybe I'll make him make me a coffee one day because I want to. Uh, but I'm rambling now, and I would like to visit him at his place of work one of these days. Uh, so hopefully my son will allow that. That'd be nice. I'd like to take him to a baseball game. Also, cute note on my son. Uh, two cute, uh, quick notes. Uh, he loves watching baseball games. He will be fussy, and then I will turn on baseball, and he... Just sits there and watches. He loves it. Uh, second note, uh, because I am a noted baseball fan, I like a lot of baseball teams. I grew up like I, I've always loved the A's, but Ken Griffey Jr., at, like he was for most kids, uh, great, great player. Loved watching Ken Griffey Jr. play. So there's always been a soft spot for the Seattle Mariners in my in my head and uh, in my heart, I guess. And I have, I, I believe, two total Mariner shirts. And I was wearing one on Monday and I was just holding my son, and he spit up on my Mariner shirt. And so I just went to the room, and I picked the first shirt that I grabbed, and it happened to be another Mariner shirt. And within two minutes, he spit up on that one, too. And I was like, well, that stinks. So I just grabbed another shirt, random shirt, and it was an A shirt. And he didn't spit up again, and he's been a joy ever since. So uh, not a Mariners fan, big Ace fan, this kid. So I'm raising him right, uh, doing, doing great work over here. And that is all that I'm going to talk about. Uh, today. So uh, subscribe to the podcast and you'll hear more of these adorable little rants and also some insight from people around the league. So that's something. Also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube at Locked On A's. Also, you know, the Twitters and whatnot. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk at you soon. <laughs>